That's Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. Welcome to That's Questionable, the podcast. David, Nathan, and Jim here for the first time in a long time. Why? We had a little COVID vacation. COVID vacation. <laughs> COVID vacation. Dang. Yeah, it just, just kept us apart. I know it did. I Yeah, all five of my, uh, me and Hannah and the kids all had it. So, and then it was your turn. Yeah, Tracy went to Seattle to get hers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I think you have a superpower. You haven't had COVID at all. I haven't. So you've got like some kind of superpower. Yeah. I mean, it's the power to sleep in the exercise room on an air mattress. You're committed. <laughs> yeah. You're committed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't stand a chance. I tried to isolate here at the house, but we just got picked off one by one and it was yeah. inevitable. Nothing you can do. Nothing I could do. We we all five of us got it probably within about a four day period. So well, yes, but not n- nobody all at the same time. You, nobody, it just it took like you one, like dominoes. Then the next one. Then the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I was last, of course. I don't believe it's really a virus. I think it's some kind of biological, satanic weapon. weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, so today on conspiracy theories, no. <laughs> How many have been flying around since we were yeah. last together? Yeah. yeah. I, I like the, uh, the, I have to admit, I've watched it about five times. I played it for Hannah, but the quantum entanglement one. Oh my gosh. That's my favorite. Yeah. She, you know, when, when the, it's the. It's the you're, the word you're going to hear is quantum entanglement because you, once you get that shot, all those things in there get entangled. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's tricky. It's it's busy in there. <laughs> oh man, I just I laugh and I laugh and I laugh. It's fun. Yeah, it's so, funny. They yeah. they had they had a segment on CNN and they had a couple of doctors that you I don't know their names but you would recognize <laughs> them over the last couple of years and they were talking like like literally she's like. Doesn't know at all what she's talking about. It's like, yeah, it's just it's so insane. It's fun. It's fun. What a fun fun world we live in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you, we're burning books now in Tennessee. We've we've got all kinds of. I don't know what that on. is about. I saw somebody posted it on Facebook, and it was interesting that somebody took a picture, took the picture of today of something people burning books and then put it next to a picture of the, you know, the third Reich burning books in Berlin. And I saw somebody make a comment about it and then I didn't see anything else. So I don't know what happened with that. Well, uh, uh, people are trying to change history essentially. And so they've picked a number of titles that they no longer want in our libraries or taught in our public schools. And, they're burning copies of these books from what from from what position i guess that's what i don't know uh race okay uh hugely 
uh, race, but even even uh, the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, you're, they're questioning that and, <clears throat> and uh, uh, LGBTQ uh, issues, books that, that are taught on that and tolerance. And, so these are uh, <clears throat> evangelical religious people very much so burning yeah. these books very yeah. much so and then some of the the on the on the holocaust is you, you probably have some obviously some white nationals because you know the the commonality between those is the is the white man mm-hmm. you know i mean as speaking as one thing we can speak to is the three of us are are, are white males because we are uh yes we are we are, we are three white males and and whenever you see uh, racial uh, books about racial equality or history about how um, the the African American race has been subjugated and abused and and discriminated against, uh, and then you look at the Holocaust, um, it's pretty much the commonality is uh, white men. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, let's be be honest here. Uh, trying to to change history where they don't, you know, where they're not that bad. Yeah, you know, we're not. We need to change it because we're not that bad of people. Yeah, the the perpetrators of the atrocities uh, don't want it to be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was a, a little video I saw somewhere the other day? Uh, uh, couldn't have been a six year old little girl was was reading something about uh, about the the denial of of racism in America and whatnot. And, and she said, yeah. And the only reason I can think of that anybody would do that, would deny that is so they could just keep doing it. <laughs> Six year old. Yeah. 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 She gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Lots going on. Yeah. I guess there is. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, no, uh, we we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Yeah, there's so there's football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the Titans. Between the last episode and now, the Titans have lost. And uh, are you doing just, okay? It's been hard. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's been. Uh, it's been hard. It's my, been my cross to bear yeah. these so many seasons. <laughs> uh, I wanted a Rams Titans rematch. Uh, and, and we've heard from from a, a listener that you know is not a Titans fan, and uh, fortunately the Chiefs got beat too. So, oh man, yeah. what? So, yeah, by who? Who day? Yeah. So Jackson is extremely excited. My oldest son is a Bengals fan, as we all know. They should so. be a Titans fan, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> Actually, they he they are yeah. they they root. Jackson will root for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Unless it's against the Bengals, yeah. So Graham's kind of the same way, and actually, Graham was rooting for the Titans against the Bengals. Yeah. But you know, like Jackson is a big Derrick Henry fan. Yeah, he loves Derrick Henry. He thinks he's a great football player, and he's always rooting for him unless it's the Bengals. So yeah, that's probably not football talk. Sorry, I brought it. Up, no, that's all right. People wait for that commentary. Mm-hmm. So what right. talk is it? They want to know. They want to know what David thinks about mm-hmm. what, what the Titans are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. shallow. So what do apologetics do. teachers really think about football? Yes. Yeah, it's um I don't know, that's a good question. 
<laughs> so that's questionable. <laughs> that's questionable. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, here's where we talk about the evilness of the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> you have a question, Jim. I do have a question. Um, the question is... Could you hear that through that? <laughs> Just a little bit. Sorry. Sorry there, folks. Sorry there, audience. Uh, um, I think it's sorry there, folk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Max ate there last night. Uh, anyway, um, the question is, does God have favorites? Does God have favorites? Does God have favorites? Well, we already know that like Jim Baker and people like that are his favorites because do we? Well, I'm I, I'm wondering because they you know they they say so say that, they say they are right they they definitely do you know it's the, the whole concept of uh, uh, favoritism or I've got God's favor on me or. Um, let me kick it off by a conversation that I had recently. Last week we ran into some somebody who we used to know very, very, very well, and uh, and you know, just it was good to see him, and you know, a very, very brief catching up, um, and but but there was a story about about how um, God's favor was upon them for this new car that they got. Hmm. And it, you know, I, I don't, I don't hear or engage in those kind of conversations much anymore for, for quite some time now, but it was, it was odd. You know, it just struck me as, wow. I mean, that's, uh, it's, it very much was just a story about, uh, Craigslist and a telephone call, but, <laughs> Sorry, I I chuckle at these, you know. But go ahead, sorry. No, I mean, you know where it's going. It just was yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just couldn't have been anything else. But, uh, but God choosing them over anyone else to have this car. Yeah. And it, it just... Uh, what was, was just the car? Odd. I can't say because I'm just wondering if like was it like a like a eighty seven thousand dollar like Escalade or like does God give those kind of cars out? No, it okay. was it was a early two thousands uh, car that was under five thousand dollars. Mm. So so first that is a is an Escalade. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that's the equivalent of uh, the parking space that you know. Everybody, you know, I prayed that God would I get a good parking space, and here it is. That's Joel Osteen. He that's actually yeah. in the in a book he wrote that that God would always mm-hmm. award him or bless him with the parking spot closest to the wherever he was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God's favor. Yeah, that's important. Uh, to, to open up a parking space um, and not, you know, stop sex trafficking. But 
Let's put it all in perspective. <laughs> Let's put, are we supposed to be laughing? No, what? we're not. We're not laughing. Yeah, it's, it's, laughing. It's, it's just the ridiculous. <laughs> it it's just how ridiculous it really it's is. Taking it all in. And I, I think of a of the, you know a pastor who sat there and and would say, uh, you know they were they were praying precatory prayers against other people because they were not you know in God's will, but of course they were in God's will because they were you know anointed, which is code for favorite, you know, and um, or favored and. And you know now they've lost their church, but that's a different that's a different subject. But, but maybe fired people were precatory praying against him. So maybe somebody else was favored more than him. That's yeah, probably what it is. That could be hierarchy. true. Yeah, uh, but I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. do you think the whole idea of God playing favorites or the favored <clears throat> goes back to? It must go back to. <coughs> excuse me. The understanding of. The Hebrew people. Uh, in the Old Testament, God had the chosen people. I would think that that's where that concept would come from, that or that we would, that a um, an evangelical would teach out of that, or a or an apologetics teacher would teach <laughs> out of the idea that God had a chosen people that were destined for His blessing. Yeah, and, and even before that. Uh, you know, Adam and Eve. Uh, well, I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would probably go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> what six thousand years ago? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we could have had Sorry. a much more serious conversation about this a few years ago. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Noah. Noah. You know, yeah. Abel. Uh, there's always been, you know, that's yeah. the way it's been presented. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. There's yeah. always been somebody that's been presented to be somewhat obedient, you know. Um, so when Paul writes in Romans, uh, Jacob, I loved and Esau, I hated. Was he pl- paying? Was he playing favorites there? He hated one and loved the other. Seems uh, pretty classically, yes. <laughs> I'm just having just a question. Yeah. And when you look at the way Jacob behaved himself, you, you really couldn't say he was obedient no. or that he really deserved favor. Neither would he, the nation of Israel as a whole. Yeah. It was never obedient, you know, um, went through. Uh, but I guess that was the point. That's the overarching theme here is, is that God has chosen them. They had not chosen God. So, but yeah, that's, but that, 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 that's what's translated into the language of today. So, but God favored them, not because of anything they did, but because through them, the, the Messiah would come. And so that's the favoritism, I think, that a Christian yeah. would say, especially a more fundamentalist, yeah, more, more fundamentalist Christian would say that that's, that's where the favor, that's what really matters. And so God delivers the law to them, and so they're the keepers of the law. Mm-hmm. Did they fail? Yes, but they were favored in that the, uh, the, the, the penalty for the law was paid by Jesus, and that's 
that was the Jewish Messiah that ended up being the Messiah for all mankind. Yeah, I, I think that's where people say that the the Jews were were favored. Yeah. Okay. So how would that how how is that now translated into Christianity <clears throat> that that somehow there's an understanding that God plays favorites? I mean, there's been a lot of uh, twisting. Uh, you, you really have to do some some real uh, theological gymnastics to really get there, I think. I mean, it's the whole replacement theory that somehow now uh, America especially is, is the new Israel. That's and, more predominant than people actually want to give um, credit for. Or not credit for, but give um, credence to. Or, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that <clears throat> that is a very deep thread within American evangelicalism. Very deep thread. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and and that's not new. I mean, the Puritans believed that they were going to have the shining city on the hill. They they believed that they were they were the new Israel. So that's something that even from the very the Puritans that came, that was a very uh, preeminent, you know, theological idea that hey, we we are the new Israel. That's why they came here because they they believe they were the they were really the keepers of the truth. Yeah. But the real question is: is are any of them have any of them been right? Does God actually pay favorites? Play play favorites. I mean, it, it, the, that, that concept doesn't make any sense to me, you know, that, that, um, that he would, you know, that would be, I don't know who's, who's the favorite of your children. Hmm. <laughs> uh, they, they're not, they're not listening. They're not listening. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, yeah you know i mean i I would hope that that my kids all of them would think they were my favorite yeah you know i I, and i i would that's what i would i would want you know i'd want them to know that man we have a special relationship an individual one-of-a-kind relationship yeah it's not spread thin, you know, uh, by sharing and it's not, uh, it's not divvied up according to favor yeah, in any way whatsoever. Yeah. And so the, that, that whole idea just doesn't make sense to me, especially when you're talking about, about, uh, a God that, that is described as love. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, just thinking about my two my two daughters, um, you know, when I think about do I favor one of them or the other, and it seems like every time I think of them, I just just all this overflowing of love for both of them in, in the same way. I mean, they're different people, and and I I love this about about my youngest and this about my oldest, but but it's still the same amount of love that comes towards them. And 
you, you just love them for who they are and what they are. And if if somebody now, if you were to ask my youngest, she would say she was the favorite. <laughs> and if you were to ask my my oldest, she would say that the youngest was the favorite. <laughs> but that's not true. Yeah, uh, that's not true. Actually, if you ask my wife, she'd probably say I think the my my. The Ivy, our dog, is a favorite, but that's not true. <laughs> that's beside the point. Is it? I am a dog lover. I do love my dogs, yeah. but uh, but no, I do I do I do love my my daughters, um, both. Yeah, hundred percent. And I know that's hard to understand, but yeah, as a parent, we the three of us understand. Yeah. You can love each of your children a hundred percent. Yeah. Now, but what you guys are talking about is a great concept of love overarching love but christians would reel it back in on you and go well sure god loves you but but what god wants you to do is to believe in him that jesus died on the cross paid for your sins so that you could spend eternity you know in heaven with him mm-hmm. if you don't do that god still loves you but you're not you're not in because you don't have faith. Yeah. And so here we have redefining love again, which, you know, how often does that come up when we're talking about evangelical Christianity? You know, it's, they, they're, it's one of their prime directives is, you know, I'm going to define love. I get to define what love is. And, uh, and somehow, that definition involves uh, burning eternally in hell. <laughs> you know, as uh, right. Only if you don't believe what we believe. Well, right, but but it's out of love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust me, we love you. Uh, so we need you to do what we're do- we believe exactly what we want you to believe. Yeah. <laughs> But that's where the that's where the rub is, right? Well, I'm sitting here thinking about Christianity, and I'm like, well, which Christianity? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, because I mean, really, if if you're thinking in terms of favorite, if you are a Calvinist, man, that is a resounding yes. We're the favorites because we were elected, and so it really depends on what brand of Christianity you father you, you follow. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, I don't believe that election was legitimate. <laughs> it was well, there, there it was were, Some of the ballots were, were, were found later uh, on. Okay. Uh, but anyway, let's not get into that. That's just, <laughs> that's just crazy. Uh, yeah. It, but, I mean, when you think about it, it it's, it's, uh, it's a concept that's in all religions. You know, I was just thinking that when 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 um, when Nathan was talking a minute ago, I was thinking about that that in Islam you you see that the reason why Jehovah's Witness and and Mormons knock on your door is they believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's it. It's it's one of the um, it's one of the most effective ways to evangelize, uh, proselytize, mm-hmm. and then control people. I mean, it, you because victimized. Then victim. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, from the very beginning. <laughs> How many other eyes are there? Yes. 
but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it all plays into uh, control. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the interesting thing is when we we were texting back and forth, and you know, when we were deciding on this question for tonight, and I looked up. Um, I, I just did a search and about does God have a favorite? And uh, there's actually different answers to that in Christianity. I mean, it's like it's like some yeah yeah he does he he favors those who are obedient or those who that that are his chosen ones those that that have accepted Christ and the cross and the cross and then there are other that that. God doesn't favor anyone over another. You know, it's just he may bless some because they have you know, accepted him, or it's just so many different answers about about whether God has a a favorite. But it all has to do with Christianity. You know, so if you're not a Christian, I guess God. You know, or if you're a Muslim and you're if you're a Christian and somebody's a Muslim, well. God can't favor a Muslim unless it's to bring him to Christ. Do you see any differentiation between blessed and favored? Blessed and not bless their heart? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably not, because I, th- I think uh, in today's world, blessed is a synonym for... Um, receiving favor and usually that has to do with some kind of I mean it can do with you're you're blessed with a great family but it can also be that God's blessed you with riches and it seems like it's become more of that here in the last 20 25 years yeah it feels to me like a a a perceived humble way of saying I'm God's favorite you know, the, that's a great, yeah. that's a great statement. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't think you could put it any differently. Yeah. Say that again. Any better. Yeah. I mean, kind of expound great. on that a little bit. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I just think that, uh, I, I think that, I think the concept itself of, of favoritism of, of God having favorites is, is arrogant. And, um, and so I, I think that because because uh, arrogance can it, you know it's it's pervasive throughout uh, evangelical Christianity, uh, but it's also recognized as as not that attractive. Mm-hmm. And so there's ways to mask it and different words. And I think to me it just has always felt like the same thing, you know, I'm blessed or whatever, you know, and, and talking to the conversation I, I started with earlier, uh, you know, about the car was, uh, you know, as you're, as I'm listening, uh, it very much, they, this person has no idea how this sounds, you know, this, this really sounds like, uh, like, oh my gosh, look what God has done for me. Yeah. Totally death. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Which is, I, I don't understand that. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't in a lot of instances make any sense to me. Um, 
without explaining evil in the world. <clears throat> like we've talked about and, you know, if you are listening to this podcast, please go back and reference some of the conversations we have about, you know, um, um, you know, the silence of God, you know, but um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to say somebody has favor when somebody else is being destroyed. So, well, that, I, there's there's something there that just doesn't add up to me. It, well, it should be hard to say that, but I think the modern evangelical viewpoint is is that that's what it is. Other people are pushed down, and you're pushed up. Um, I mean, I, th- I think they. I, I'm just amazed at some of the things that. That uh, and I'm not talking about the televangelist and and all these guys that we know are just wacky and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about people that that you and I know that are that are normal everyday Christians, and some of the stuff they post about being, you know, blessed and all this. And I'm just going like. Do do you really think that you're favored by God so much that that you know X will happen for you or Y will happen for you or I don't know and I know a Christian listening to this will go well yeah I do but I I just I'm talking from somebody who doesn't really believe that the God of the Bible exists so it's hard for me now to comprehend that favoritism. I can see that they think that, but I can also look at them and say, God, you're missing so much. Yeah. See, I mean, I think that thought of I'm favored by God, there's so much of life you're missing out on because that's your viewpoint. Yeah. I'm going to slaughter this. And Jim, you're going to help me not slaughter this <laughs> but I almost see it when I was listening to you talk David it's almost like how racism is in America and there are systems that prop up you know white males and <clears throat> That those systems prop up certain people and you going, man, I'm so blessed by this. And you willfully take that in while also seeing the destruction of other people. Yeah. A lot of times and, it's minorities. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's what I'm equating to when a evangelical or Christian says, I'm favored by God. You know, it's like, well, at some point in time, it's really a transaction that if you believe God is blessing you, he's allowing others to be destroyed and it doesn't add up well, to me. One of the main concepts of manifest destiny in our country's history was that, is that the, the leaders of, of the United States believed that it was God's ordination or, or um, leading that America should rule coast to coast go from the the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast. And, and the problem is people were already living there. Yeah. 
And so it's like, it, 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 it's very much non-white people were already living there. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's this, uh, it's this idea that, that, that as a, as a white Christian, we're favored. And because of that, God has put us above, you know, not just, you know, issues and problems, things like that. God's put us above other races, other people, other other religions. We, we're up. We're at the pinnacle of all that, and we're the ones that are favored because because our belief system is that we're the only ones getting the ultimate reward, which is eternity in heaven with God. And that just, honestly, now I look at it and I go, man, what was I thinking? Why did I think I was so favored that I should be allowed to have that kind of viewpoint? I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just mind-boggling to me. It's arrogance. Well, it's some kind of like, almost like a psychological issue where if you've grown up in it or you've become involved in that, that you just, you you really... Gosh, it's almost—it's just almost like a brainwash. Yeah, uh, that's actually what I was going to say. Brainwash, yeah, yeah. is that's that's the reality of it. Yeah. But it's, <clears throat> yeah, favoritism. If favoritism comes from a single point, then favoritism is always at the detriment of another person, another human being. Yeah. yeah. There has to be one that's less. In order for there to be a favorite, this is what you're saying. There has to be a less favorite. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. And if and if obedience is you know what <clears throat> brings you the favoritism, yeah. which in most cases uh, is is the story they would tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's in control? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> say that again. Wait, say that one more time. Okay, so <laughs> if obedience is how you gain favoritism from God, who's in control? <laughs> I can control. You're God. the one determining that you're favored. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I'm that. saying I, I'm determining. Yeah. You fo- are you following me? Yeah, by your yeah. actions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm control in control. God. I'm in control here. You can control God by your actions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is is when you it, that's uh, very much when I when I did that search today was that is when God taught when 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 Christians talk in terms of favoritism it has to do with obedience. It's exactly what it has to do with. Yeah. So. We should probably just put one, you know, gather a bunch of people together and put one person in charge of what that obedience is. And then that person can declare who's favored and who's not. We could meet uh, every week, like on the first day of the week, <clears throat> and we could sing songs, and we could we could collect money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We could get a we could get a a five hundred one c three status where we don't have to pay taxes. Man, there's a lot of benefits from this system. There yeah. is, yeah. There's a, there is a lot of money to be made. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised we're just figuring this out now. <laughs> uh, we'll be starting a church tomorrow. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, I remember one of the things that turned me off at the beginning of the end for me. Um, and it was a process. We all know this. We've talked about it. Um, but um, I remember um, that we talked about blessing and favor. So this was more ble- – the word used in this was blessing. But I remember a specific pastor was sitting there trying to um, <clears throat> talk in people into tithing more. Mm. And, um, and it was always positioned as this thing where it's just kind of like, listen – I can't make you tithe, but what I can tell you is if you don't tithe, you're going to miss out on the blessings of God and you're going to miss out on the blessings of what God is doing in other people's lives and to miss out on the blessings of God of seeing all of this has happened because of what you've contributed is worse than anything I can think of. And, and I just remembered at that point in time that I was sitting there going, this is grade a manipulation. (laughs) Yeah. As you're saying that, as you're saying that I'm thinking of, as you're saying that I'm thinking of Jim Baker and a lot of these other people on, you know, saying, you know, if you, if you want to see the second coming, you you need to send in money. Yeah. You know, and, and it was just, it was just people use that word blessing and favor. I'm convinced whenever they want something, that's what it's used for. Um, If God exists, then God has no favorites. Exactly. Or else God is obsolete. Yeah. Well, and if I can pick out a few things in, in my life that seem to be going well, and I, then I can convince you that everything's good. I mean, I'm, I've got it all Mm -hmm. together. That's right. uh, Because, um, you know, the, I, I got new tires. Mm-hmm. You did? That's cool. Yeah. It does. It, your truck drives better. Rides better. Hmm. Um, so to be constructive, what are some code words we can give people that if they start hearing these words, to their ears should should perk up a little bit? I mean, we've talked about flavor. <coughs> flavor. Favor. <laughs> blessing. What are some... Other word, code words that when you start hearing that anointing, anointing, anointing that's a great yeah, one. That is a good one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, there there are times when called. Oh yeah, called, called is a good one. Yeah, been yeah. Called, that's another one. That's set apart like, that makes no sense. Yeah. Set apart. That's right. Yeah, chosen. Um, I, I maybe I I get in when I'm hearing these these things. I, I want to ask questions, just facetiously. But you know, like, why do you think God wanted you to have that car instead of uh, somebody else? Okay. I wonder if there was somebody more who who really could have used that car. That uh, that's right. Maybe God's asking you to give that car away. <laughs> Yeah, cars for kids. <laughs> cars for kids. Yeah, it's for the children. And they can't even drive. <laughs> yeah, you hear that all the time, though. It's like, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm praying that God will, you know, save me from this toothache or whatever it is. And meanwhile, there's a kid dying of leukemia. Uh, I don't know. It just it seems pretty, uh, <clears throat> doesn't seem to have a whole lot of yeah. balance in God. That. God really cares about first world problems. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say I would say another code word would be kind of overflowing. Mm. You know, the, mm-hmm. yep. and gifted. Yeah. yeah. So just if you hear those words, run as fast as you can away. Um, yeah. This might not have anything to do with it, but like it's funny. If Hannah hears the word hedge of protection, she oh my gosh. something up and throw no, it. That absolutely window. has something to do with it. <laughs> That was, I can't tell you how many times. I hope she listens to this because she'll pick something up and throw it through a window. I can't tell you how many times we prayed for a hedge of protection around our kids. Uh, yeah. and Travel mercies? Yeah, travel mercies was a big one. Uh, you know, um, yeah, just, oh gosh. Yeah. And, and now being out of it for so long and being on the other side, uh, being on the damnation side, uh, it's just very much you just see things in a different light, mm-hmm. and and you just think how how did I how did I it's like the the the, the cloud and the fog clears and you're know, like how did I not see that yeah I don't know I mean I think we were all I was I'll speak for myself I just was brought up in it I just didn't know anything different than that. I was always taught that from the beginning. Yeah. And it's amazing how scared it seems like all these people that think they're favored and blessed are a lot of times the most fearful people you'll be around. Mm-hmm. They're scared of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the concept of favoritism is rooted in fear and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's part of the control thing, but you know, if you, and I may regret, asking this now if you guys were thinking about winding down but so if you give if you're if you are claiming favoritism for every good thing that happens to you that's god showing that you got it happening you know how do you divorce yourself from when bad things happen to you Well, on that on that scale, you'd have to say that you, that sin would be the cause of that. Yeah, you know, I would think. Yeah, I mean, um, if we're going to go with the same logic within evangelicalism, it would be sin. Yeah. So, but you know, somehow obedience overcomes. You know when bad things happen. I guess. You know, I have a I have an example in my life. Whenever I left the church, and, and I knew people were praying for our repentance and all this kind of stuff, I um, I was going through kind of a tough time at work, and I remember thinking a lot. I even talked to Amy about it that maybe this is God's judgment that maybe I'm not successful at my job because of leaving the church. And um, and so if I was blessed before in the church and being obedient, yeah, to God, but more to the church and the leaders of the church, uh, how, how, how bad could it get if I walked away from that, which I did? <laughs> And there, it took me a long time to really, to to really break that 
that mindset that, hey, you know, I if I'm not successful at my job, I must be, it must be some kind of punishment from God. And uh, that took a long time to get to get out of. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I wasn't aware there was a period that you weren't successful. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I struggled uh, right after we left the church, and it was it was uh, you know as I look back on it now, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was then. But I think I was looking for that. Yeah, I was very sensitive to. That's right. You know, I've gone maybe two months without putting a deal together, and. And certain things I thought would happen by now haven't happened, and uh, you just start looking for shadows, and and you know you you start looking at reasons why it hadn't happened, and um, and instead of thinking maybe I need to be a little more creative, or maybe I need to to push this issue or that issue and look at more work based solutions, uh, it, it was it became a spiritual battle that in essence, hurt me in my job. But now that I'm away from that, you know, last year was the best year I've ever had. And, mm-hmm. and it's just now when issues come, it's not a matter of prayer. It's a matter of work. Yeah. It's a matter of saying, well, gosh, maybe I need to look at this situation a different way. Yeah. Instead of trying to praying them to say, yes, maybe there's something I can do to creatively, you know, get the deal to happen. And so it's just a different mindset. Yeah. I think prayer a lot of times uses a crutch. Magic. Mm-hmm. It is magic. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Back to what I think somebody said earlier was, is we love to say God's blessed us when something we want happened. Yeah. You know, that's completely explained by natural, you know, occurrences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know anybody that um, prayed for an arm that was missing and then they grew an arm. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I mean, it happened to, to Luke Skywalker, but that was more... It was a, a robot hand. It was a robot yeah. hand. Yeah, that's right. But that robot hand was from God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, his father, but his father... That's very confusing. Never mind. Yeah, his father cut his hand off. Yeah. But yeah. then... He now his, his heavenly father. His, yeah, heaven, yeah. That's like he now has a robot hand. Yeah. So, boy, that's it's probably time to wind this up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a big Star Wars fan, and, and I need that. We can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luke. So I don't know. I, I have to say to close things out. You know, does God have favorites? Um, if God exists, then no way. It doesn't make any sense. It's contrary to the concepts of love. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do, say, or not do or not say to get that. It's either there or it's not. Amen. Yeah. So we agree uh, on our opinion. That's right. uh, you know so. if there's if there's two or more that it, uh, I'm sorry we can't say that <laughs> it doesn't apply anymore does it? Uh, two or more that agree that's right yeah 
Then we have a grants. <laughs> a grants. <laughs> That's the act of agreeing. Agreeance. Well, thanks for tuning in. To <laughs> well, I got a, I got an eye roll out of uh, out of Jim that time. <laughs> it's like we're done. The, now they're getting silly now. Uh, this part, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast. Yeah, we really need to thank you. Yes. Thanks for listening. The greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question one on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting. Them.